your Christmas story. There's the Christmas story, of course. A lot of us are familiar with Christian story around nativity. Mary and Joseph making a long journey. A baby born in, in auspicious circumstances. The hidden divinity later revealed. For a lot of you listening, this story is less a part of Christmas than a lot of the other elements that we experience. The story around family. The story around the travelling, driving home for Christmas. That famous song captures a lot for us in that anticipation of together time. For a lot of us, Christmas is not a straightforward joy. It's not a straightforward happy story. Maybe there were tensions in the family that just heightened around this time of year. Maybe there's pain. Maybe you've lost people around Christmas time. Maybe your story involves celebrating Christmas in a country where most people don't. Or not celebrating it in a country where most people do. We're only a few days away from this celebration that impacts us whether or not we buy into it. It impacts a lot of people all around the world and it's worth spending a few moments I think in the run up to this day just reviewing what our story has been of this time of year so far. Do you find yourself looking forward to it? Are there mixed feelings? Some anxiety around keeping everybody happy or what the expectations might be or the financial burden that you might be feeling? Perhaps you're just not that into it and there's guilt around that too. Perhaps you're just not that into it and feel no difficulty with that at all because you're in a place where it's just not a thing. We accumulate chapters around celebrations that repeat throughout our life story. And these chapters create in our minds familiar pathways that we return to when that same time of year reoccurs. That's how traditions form after all. We develop a sense of this is what we do at this point of the year. And there's a comfort and a stability around a lot of those. Of course we can create or experience traditions that are less comfort and less nurturing 
there might be a tradition of stress, of anxiety, of anticipated disappointment, loss, of loneliness. What has your experience of Christmas been so far? You might want to grab some paper and a pen and actually timeline this out. I know for me, there's definitely a distinction between which country I'm in and my experience of Christmas. It's not as straightforward as one place good, one place bad, but they were different experiences. In West Africa, it was finding thorn tree branches and gluing cotton wool to these to simulate snow. The dialogue around Christmas is so European, I suppose, or, or so cold country focused um, that even as a child in a hot country, to make it feel like Christmas, we played into that narrative. Snow and Santa and reindeer and the recurrent question of how he gets into the house without a chimney. We didn't have a tree growing up unless we were in England. You know, a proper plastic tree that comes out of a box. We had the thorn branches in a clay pot, but in terms of the green, evergreen facsimile, that was at my grandmother's home in the UK. And that was a very different kind of Christmas. There was turkey and stuffing and roast potatoes at that Christmas. There were far too many presents because whenever we were in the UK, People we didn't even know would shower us with gifts. Presence in West Africa lingered for many months because so many got lost in the post and would take so long to get to us. So my memories of Christmas, and I suspect yours too, that there are these these inconsistencies or inconsistent consistencies that were very much dependent on my location. There isn't this linear repetition of my story of Christmas. Equally, in terms of what family members are present, it's not consistent. Or the events that we took part in no real template forms there. And so every Christmas becomes an opportunity to engage very thoughtfully, I suppose, with what I want this year. Even the last few years where I've been settled now in the same home for gosh, eight years now, 
there is an opportunity for much more consistency of tradition. And certain things have definitely stuck across the different locations for my Christmas story. Stockings, the tree, the lights, the mulled wine. But other things have shifted about and there can be an anxiety that accompanies this that suggests that we are reinventing the wheel every single year and what are the variables this year and who's involved and how do we keep everybody happy and also a sense of stuckness, a sense of precedent taking over that assumptions become made that we did that last year so of course we'll do that this year. But if you're a third culture kid with difficulty focusing on your own preferences, what you would prefer, what your ideals are, this can be challenging. My own tendency is to collate the data. What does everybody else want? And then notice how I react to that and try and create some space for my own needs within that as they surface. But their tendency is to very much surface only in reaction to other people's expressed wants and desires and needs. This year, I'm inviting myself, and I suppose this podcast is also inviting you too, to engage much more intentionally with what are you actually wanting from your day, from your Christmas Eve, from your here in the UK, we'd say Boxing Day. These festivities, such as they are, for you, in your story, what do you want? If we stripped away external expectation, what do you want? It's so easy to get wrapped up in a Hallmark Channel expectation of, I should want the house full of people or I should want certain kinds of foods. My daughter announced a few weeks ago that she wants fish fingers for her Christmas dinner. And my initial response, of course, was, what? That's not Christmas. And then I remember every single year that I have put turkey in front of her and (laughs) she has not been the most delightful creature at the dinner table and it occurred to me that I could just give her fish fingers that that could be her Christmas tradition that could be her Christmas happiness that day and it doesn't actually hurt mine that we can break out from molds and expectations that I can really engage with what works for me, what works for my unit, rather than feeling like I must prescribe to the way to do it to make sure I haven't failed. Because that's what propels a lot of um, tradition following, I suppose, is a sense that that is the proper way to do it. Well, if we as TCKs know anything, we know that there are many ways of doing a thing and the permission to roll with that can be so liberating.
can we allow ourselves to notice our own preferences and lean into those and make them happen and raise our hands and declare what we want without guilt? That's where it becomes challenging, right? Because while at the same time we have this, this part of us that understands that we can do things so differently from one another that there isn't really a right way to do it. We often do also carry this other TCK experience of not wanting to rock the boat, wanting to belong, wanting to help others be happy with us. What if they catch us doing it wrong? the very idea of that trigger shame in you. There's part of me, and I'm ashamed to even admit it's there, but there's part of me that feels defensive about even considering serving fish fingers for Christmas lunch, that, that I might be perceived as failing somehow as a parent who A, can get her child to eat things, um, but B, can provide a proper meal, a proper traditional experience, that I'll be somehow be perceived as not doing enough, not doing it properly, letting the side down. And that is not a comfortable feeling for me, and it's ridiculous. Rationally, I can work my way out of that feeling, but the emotional response is there and if I've learned anything dismissing that emotional response as ridiculous is actually not very helpful. What I need to do instead is reframe my decisions as absolutely the right thing, as not simply failing to conform to a presumed better narrative, but constructing my own narrative. How much better does it sound to serve my child fish fingers for Christmas dinner if the narrative is that every Christmas she gets to choose what she would like to have for the meal? What if that became the tradition? Then it suddenly feels better. Then it becomes a thing that I do. It becomes a way we do things. It becomes a, a new culture. A hybrid culture, perhaps. An adaptive one. But now, instead of me being the non-conformist, I'm simply offering a new way of being to myself. And in my narrative to other people, a powerful one, much more powerful than I can't get her to eat Christmas dinner, so I gave her fish fingers. It becomes, in our family, we can decide what we want to eat. We can adapt the menu. Such a little thing, and so little I feel silly talking about it. It's often the little things that are powerful, the reframing, the rewording, the permission giving. 
the acknowledgement of the little glitches inside us where we catch ourselves uncomfortable with ourselves, with our decisions. When you review your Christmas story so far, are there experiences you want to keep, extend, replicate? Are there experiences you'd like to leave behind? Rework, edit, adapt. Are there completely new ways you want to explore? If you could put down expectations and explore preference and possibility, where would that take your story? A big one for me this Christmas is going to be putting down the expectation of complete harmony in the home and everybody having a jolly time and wanting to spend lots of quality time with each other from dawn to dusk because my experience, what my story has taught me, is that at some point I will want to break. I will want to rest. I will want to be alone. What I don't need is shame accompanying that. I don't need to feel surprised that I need that. So reviewing my story can remind me of how I work and what I need and what what I can predict my needs to be and then I can expect that I can walk into the experience of Christmas the Christmas season and be a little bit on my own side be prepared for my needs to be allowed that I won't have failed an expectation because I've managed my expectation. Not lowered it, but understood it properly. And knowing my story helps me know how to do that. What's your Christmas story so far? And what would you have it be? It is yours, after all. Thank you for listening. Bye.